And good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. An important uh, election took place in Nigeria over the weekend. Um, there's been concern, Christians in Nigeria have been concerned because apparently Islamic clerics have been calling for an all-Muslim ticket and uh, seem to be little concern for shared power. Uh, Nina Shea is a senior fellow and director of the Center for Religious Freedom at the Hudson Institute. She's been an international human rights lawyer for more than 30 years, and she works extensively for the advancement of individual religious freedom. She's co-authored Silenced, How Apostasy and Blasphemy Codes Are Choking Religious Freedom Worldwide, and Persecuted, The Global War on Christians. She's also a contributing author to The Persecution and Genocide of Christians in the Middle East. Nina, good to have you back. Thanks. Uh, Great to be with you, Al. Well, so set this up for us. Most of us are not all that familiar with Nigerian politics, but we do know that there is a conflict between Christians and Muslims, or at least uh, there's a tension there. Tell us why yeah, this election was than, so significant. Yeah, it's more than tension. Some people are calling it a genocide against Christians, and, and, and I think there is a genocide going on in certain states in the north of Nigeria. Nigeria is the most populous country in Africa. It also has the biggest economy. Therefore, it is this election is one of the most important elections in the world this year, I believe. Wow. And um, that's because the country has about 220 million people, and it's evenly divided between um, half and half, Christian and Muslim. And the it appears that the Muslims in the north, where most of the Muslims reside, are trying to drive out the Christians, to eradicate the Christian presence in the north. And this has been going on for about a decade. It started with Boko Haram, which is a designated terrorist group by the United States government, and also ISIS. ISIS from the Middle East is now in, um, its franchise is now in uh, northeastern Nigeria. And it's slaughtering Christians, uh, has zero tolerance for Christians, and it's also uh, slaughtering other non-conforming Muslims. Also in the Middle Belt area, the central part of the country, there is uh, an effort to uh, attack the Christians, target the churches in particular, um, especially when they're filled with congregate, uh, the congregation, mm. and um, targeting Catholic priests. About 20 uh, Catholic priests have been abducted for ransom in the past year alone, and five of them killed. That's according to the Aid to the Church in Need, a pontifical aid organization. Yes. Um, and then targeting Christian villages, rural Christian villages, to eradicate them. And that means butchering them, slaughtering them, decapitating um, the people, men, women, and children, uh, cutting off their limbs, driving them out any way they can, burning all their houses and churches. So um, this has been a, an extremely bloody um, uh, event that's been going on for two decades, and it's getting worse, it's accelerating. Open Doors, which is um, a watchdog group um, of Christians uh, internationally, uh, said that uh, 90%, uh, 90, uh, over 90% uh, 
of the persecution in the world today, the Christians killed for their faith today are being killed in Nigeria in the last year, in 2022. So this is a very serious um, problem. It's a a crisis, a a huge catastrophe for the Church. Uh, Many martyrs being created um, all the time there. And um, it it receives almost zero press. The the State Department has defined this, the U.S. State Department and their own government, which is Muslim-controlled, has defined this as um, a clash between uh, one group and the other over um, climate change issues. Um, It's, it's, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, It's a, um, I think, you know, Al, there was a, popular Democrat during the Super Bowl who saw the ads, um, the Christian ads during the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. And uh, the Jesus ads, and, and said that they um, made fascism look benign. <laughs> right. So uh, fascism being Christianity. Yeah. So I think that that's the reason why you don't hear about this. Wow. So the elections themselves... Um, you know, are are between will seal the fate if the uh, for the nation. Um, it's a democracy. They have alternated power between Christians and Muslims yeah. uh, through their independence period. But um, the, it, breaking with that tradition, the party in power now is calling has has an all Muslim ticket, and it appears that they're winning. It's it's um, the election took place on. The voting took place on Saturday. I've been watching the votes uh, count being reported, announced all day today and yesterday, and it appears um, that the um, the all-Muslim ticket is winning. This is the the party that has been in this, in, in this, power. That's the governing, um, yeah, the governing party. Uh, yes, okay. yes, and they have appointed their people to the election to be the chair of the election commission and every other seat of power in the federal government there so in in civil society then in mosques and in other places are muslim opinion makers and voices are they urging uh this are they applauding this all muslim presidential ticket i mean this is this represents a break from the past. How do they conceive of this? Is, is this political jihad? Yes, that's exactly what they called it. They called it political jihad. The imams last Friday at the prayers on Friday um, told their people to go out and vote for the old all-Muslim ticket and that there uh, shouldn't be any other consideration about the economy, which is in shambles by the way, and crime is rampant so that, you know, there have been a thousand school children taken hostage and and, um, and held for ransom uh, in recent years. That made international headlines, and it's not just Christian children, it's uh, all schools, um, because it, the place is overrun with, with criminal cartels and gangs and um, who work in collusion with these terror groups. Um, so, and they're coming out of the same communities in the north so um yes they see it as a political jihad there is a a longing or a nostalgia in the north for a caliphate because there used to be one a fulani caliphate in the early uh 1900s i mean uh, 19th century 1800s and um they want to reestablish it and you know we saw and, and so there's 
terror groups running around trying to start their caliphates and um, like they did in the Middle East, and then you have the Fulani Muslims in the north, um, we think are, are, are want to start restart their other you know the the old empire how so, how, um, how is that plausible i mean i mean the ottoman empire was the last muslim uh, caliphate right uh, we yeah. had the isis fellow uh, baghdadi who declared himself yeah. the new caliph but nobody that didn't gain much momentum i, I thought why do they think yeah. they can manage to establish i mean i thought by definition uh, a caliph had to uh, claim universal uh, jurisdiction over the uh, uh, the Muslim people. Well, I, I think it, uh, that they have not thought this through, okay. but I think that they also um, are planning, you know, the, the surrounding region is rife with Islamic terror groups as well, al-Qaeda, and ISIS are both in, you know, these areas of um, Mali, Mozambique, um, Burkina Faso, Niger State. So uh, the Sahel, the southern, uh, the sub-Sahara um, has a number of countries that are now battling uh, attempts and, and, and to do this. And, you know, I've heard priests, Catholic priests from the region, from Nigeria, tell me that, uh, that he, he took out a map and, and showed me where they're attacking and where they're trying to establish these different, um, you know, power centers. And, and they, if you connect the dots, it's encircling uh, sub-Sahara mm. and uh, that they want to um, eventually, you know, step by step take over. Um, now, in, in Nigeria, take the whole thing. Uh, so they have big plans um, and um, they... Um, are not particularly interested in economic prosperity. They're not interested in that at all, or education, or any of the good things of of life. You know, they they want to um, have power yeah. and and impose their ideology on everyone else. And unless you convert, uh, you are to be eliminated. Yeah. You're to be killed. What are what are Christians to do? What kind of guidance are they getting from uh, the church hierarchy in Nigeria? Um, well, it, you know, I think that there was um, uh, concern by the Catholic bishops that there was um, uh, going to be this uh, a good chance that the um, the ruling party would be reelected, and they've sat back and done nothing about this onslaught, mm. this, these massacres, almost weekly massacres against Christians in northern and central Nigeria, um, or about the crime that's affecting a broader population. And um, a third of the states already are governed under Sharia law, have Sharia law. And um, there's a thought that maybe this government, the ruling party, wanted things to get so chaotic that people would welcome Sharia law mm -hmm. um, everywhere. So, um, of course, Christians would be wow. relegated to even less than second-class citizens. Yeah. Their lives would be not worth much. Um, the, the, um, it, it, they have the political party, opposition parties, one, uh, and they're mixed. They're not just all Christian parties. They, um, uh, the major ones, 
Um, they have now uh, walked out of the Presidential Collation Center today in protest, and they're going to formally ask the election committee tomorrow because um, it's night nighttime there now with a time difference mm-hmm. um, to suspend the elections because okay. they feel like it's fraudulent and uh, the the uh, they had the machinery stopped. They took the ballots, but the counting uh, system. Um, failed. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll keep our eyes open on that. Uh, thank you for bringing us up to speed uh, on it. Uh, uh, this sounds well, just terrible. So, Nina, thanks so yeah, much. It's very important. Thanks, Al, uh, uh, for putting the spotlight on it. Nina Shea is a senior fellow and director of the Center for Religious Freedom at the Hudson Institute. This is a very serious situation, much more so than I realized.